It's time to get fired up for an episode of Firing Up Faith and Family, where we encourage you to fan the flame of your faith and the love for your family. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Firing Up Faith and Family. Today, we are talking about working from home and thinking outside the box. And I am Christine Weller. And I'm Steph Morrison. So we are going to share a few things just from our personal life and our business life. And hopefully a whole lot of things that is just going to encourage you in your life. And that is whether you are working right now from home or whether you just really would love that flexibility of working from home. And both Christine and I, who both have children and both homeschool, can tell you that that flexibility of being able to um, work from home and still just kind of actually like mesh that into our our family life, right? The really the most important part of our life, but yet our work is still really important. So we're going to, we're going to talk about a few things uh, and we're just going to share a little bit back and forth just in our little pre-conversation that we had here. Um, We brought up even a whole, a whole bunch of new points on top of what, what we'd already planned earlier. So, (laughs) so we'll, we'll see what flows out in our conversation as we're, as we're recording this, but um, I, let's talk first about doing what you love, because I really feel like that is the biggest part of working from home. That doesn't mean you love every single part of what it takes to work from home or every single task, but just your overall, what you're actually doing for work is something you enjoy. And so, you know, one of the, one of the things that I did to start with the first time I actually worked from home, I actually ran, ran a couple businesses before I was working from home. Um, mostly as a hairstylist, I, I rented chairs and I, and I had a whole salon. Well, that was sort of like working from home. It was a, it was a salon I'd made in part of my home. Um, but the real working, working from home that I do now is kind of more, a lot more flexible than any of those business situations were. And, and I want to share, I guess, share, share about how, how to find that because it's not necessarily that you're going to find what you love to begin with and you may not even know what you love to begin with um i know that's the way it was for me now i really knew i wanted to work from home um and for the reason that when i had my well technically my second son uh who is 14 now my other son is 27 so there's such a big block there that that a whole different life for me at that point. Um, but so after my first son or my second son was born, I knew I wanted to homeschool. So knowing that I wanted to homeschool, I knew I had to get into a job that, that I could do from home and not one that was like based on having a customer come in. And I really, I needed to be attentive to them at that whole time and maybe have a whole day booked of appointments like that. Um, but something that I could mesh in. And if I wanted to work, at 11 o'clock at night, which I've actually been doing the last few nights, just trying to get a few things mm-hmm. caught up as I'm enjoying our spring weather <laughs> a lot more during the day <laughs> so that I can do that. I can do uh, plan other things during during the day. And, and there are the few meetings that come up. There are a few things that I need to be there for um, at certain times. But for the most part, it's really flexible. It just meshes in and out with my my life. So what I started out with, though, was writing. So I thought about, hey, what do I what do I like to do? And I like to do writing. I actually hadn't really written anything significant for a really long time. Actually, I hadn't really written anything since high school. 
Um, and, and that was easily a decade, probably 15 years later, it would have been at least 15 years later, that I was in, in high school and loving that writing. But I grabbed onto that. I just took that assessment of what, what do I love to do? And I started writing. So I started doing some really, you know, just looking online, doing freelance writing, really, really cheap and menial almost writing projects. And I wrote on all kinds of things. Actually, one of my best things I wrote on was, um, and I shouldn't say one of my best things I wrote on, but one of one of a job I had where I was writing blog posts for various different companies. So I was working uh, freelance for a marketing agency and I would just write on all kinds of topics that I, I didn't know about. Like uh, my biggest one was industrial air compressors. <laughs> now, I don't know wow. much about air compressors <laughs> that my husband has sitting out in his garage, but here I was writing about industrial. And I, and I remember a little bit now, but nobody quizzed me. Um, because I don't know what I remember, but my goodness, I wrote so many articles on, on uh, industrial air compressors and various wow. other topics that like, I just had no interest in, but, but I liked the writing and it really gave me a good opportunity to really learn the researching more. I didn't know anything about this topic. So I pretty much had to research everything. Right. And so that was that, that starting of finding something that I liked. And then just trying, trying different avenues to get work in that area. And, and that's moved on to a lot of different things. I actually got into a lot of different marketing, marketing tasks and doing website design and a bit of graphic design. And, and now I mainly do business coaching. Actually, actually, so I do business coaching for my business, but I also work for the old schoolhouse uh, in a couple different roles that way in the Canadian division of the old schoolhouse, which is a homeschooling company. And, mm-hmm. and I also do some, I do lots of writing, uh, which I, which I enjoy because it's all different kinds of writing, some, some copywriting and some article writing. And so it's a real, like, I just think of actually that I started off really writing and now I do, I do so much more. I love, I love the variety of tasks I do, but I, I'm now in a role where, where I get to, where I'm still doing that and all that somewhat trivial writing that I did years ago just helped me get into this position where I am today so it wasn't an instantaneous like woohoo I'm working from home and making loads of money but it was <laughs> starting with something that I loved and I just progressed and worked through that I got lots of tips especially in my business coaching of how to be able to market your business a little bit better because I was not good at marketing to begin with I'm completely self-taught top marketer. And, and it's not just about marketing, it's about spending the time on, on that business as well and consistency. And there's lots of different factors that, that go into that. But that's just like some of the stuff of, that I have to share, kind of really being able to, to, do, to do what you love. Um, so you share now, Christine, I know you've got some insight on that. I know you've done a few different things as well. So share with our listeners about, about finding that work that you love and the importance of it. Yeah. And I mean, it's a, it's a good, great point that you brought up that, you know, you may not figure it out all at, at the first try. I know for myself, like I, when I quit my job, I thought, Hey, I can do whatever I want. Like there's, there's no, there's nobody saying, okay, you have to do this, this or that. When you're free to start your business, it could be anything you want. But why it's important is to choose that it's something that you love. It makes a difference. So 
I looked at what my skills were and what I liked doing. And my first thing was getting into uh, staging. So way back when, a few years ago, probably, I don't know, it's been maybe 10 years now, I wanted to come into your homes and set it up so that, you know, you can present it well to your, your, your buyers. And that was exciting for me. And, you know, I got a few jobs through that. And then what ended up happening was real estate agents started offering staging for free. So then, (laughs) then I was competing with that. Well, like nobody's going to want to pay me to do this when they're, they're agents giving it to them for free. So I'm like, well, okay, this is not going (laughs) to work out very well for the long run. So then I think I, I started, um, I tried Avon for a few years and I, I had fun doing that. Just, you know, getting, I think the, the, the best part for me was getting the box and opening it up and and Uh separating it, making, making the little bags for my customers, but the whole accounting part of it, you know, delivering it and getting the payments and, that was not very enjoyable. So I kind of gave that up over the, over maybe a two or three years. And uh, so then my firstborn came along and I just focused on that for a while. So then it, once he got older and then I thought, okay, it's maybe I can try something else now. And since I've got motherhood sort of, sort of figured out, but then I, I had taken a, a, inventory I guess of my spiritual gifts through my church one day they were it was at a leadership meeting and they did that they said hey let's all do this so we can you know really minister to people through the gifts that God gave us and I thought this is really good for my personal life too so the top things were for me were uh, creative writing and arts and crafts and music So I started going into that. So I launched sort of like a design. I tried to attach, I still kept my staging business, trying to get it, you know, keep it afloat, but I also attached and design at the end of it so that I started making greeting cards. I started making um, custom gift ideas. So like I've had people come and say, we want this, piece of paper to go in a plaque for a gift and here's what we want set on it and so I would decorate it you know based on what they they wanted and so that was fun that was and I enjoyed it and so my my tagline for my business is now like created with joy because I loved it I loved taking people's ideas and making it come to life so that I was doing that on the side but it never really I could never really push it because another another child came along and you know, that took up some of my time too. So, but now it's now being able to work at the, with the old school house magazine, I have been able to combine all of that in one place. And, and this is where I'm actually flourishing. I think for, for the longest while, just, I get to create PDFs and crafts and 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 all this fun stuff. (laughs) And I get to write and And it's incredible to just, you know, like I, you just get a topic and you get to write and like, it's for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so I mean, 
it takes a few tries sometimes, but when you get to that right position, like you know it because like you've built and and don't ever think that, you know, when things don't work out, it's not for a reason. Like just by trying it, you you learn from it, you grow from it. Um, and then you take yeah. what was good from that and you apply it to whatever you you go into later. And so like never discount the things that seemingly don't work out. But it's also like I always say, like God closes the doors for certain things and will open the doors. You know, if you're if you're truly following him, he's going to lead you down the right path where you need to go. And so I never take for granted or I never regret any sort of quote unquote mistakes because they're not really mistakes and God will use all of that, all of your experiences to build for what's coming in the future. So, and you know, I just had this come to mind. I just read it this morning in one of the Psalms, it was recounting Joseph and his, his struggles, right? Um, who yeah. was, uh, and it, and it's, and it said, I forget which Psalms it was. It would have been early hundreds, like a hundred to 110, maybe one of the Psalms in there and saying how Joseph was, uh, God was testing Joseph's character so that he could prepare him for what was mm-hmm. to come. Right. And, That's right. and, you know, that was really, it, it's a really good thing for me now, but it's a really good thing for us, even on this topic. And I think, well, if I just given up and I, and I did, I honestly did. I actually, for, for a few times, I went out and just looked for a job. And I know if I was working outside of the home, I, I would have, you know, I could have still made the homeschooling work. That wouldn't have been um, impossible to do. Uh, but because I would have only worked part-time, I still could have made that work. But I wouldn't have certainly the lifestyle that, that has the flexibility of being able to work from home. And now I yeah. may even work more hours when I think of all my hours combined on just say computer work. So work that I, yeah. I do for the old school house as well as a little bit of work I do for my business. And then I just have some other volunteer things as well I do on the computer, right? So I, I, would, I would actually would have been really taking away most of that time because of course, just raising your family takes time and I wouldn't have... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have lost that. So I would have lost all my time and like traveling to a job and traveling home and being at the job. Yeah. And, and although I really felt like I needed that for the money, I just wanted a stable income. Um, I see that, 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 and many, many other things that I could go on uh, for a really long time about, I can see that now, um, how, how God was just perfecting me right? For, for things that I'm doing now. And I know even things that have happened in the past that, that I could, if I wanted to, I could look at it as, oh, that, like, that was completely the wrong thing to do. It was the wrong decision, whatever, whatever the case may be. But it really is an opportunity for us to just be sharpened, um, right? Yeah. Just for whatever God has planned for us next. So now, now I have my mind and a little bit better of a, of a position. It works a little bit yeah. better now where pretty much anything that comes at me, I pretty much have a piece about it. You know, yeah. it, could, it could be really, uh, really completely. It seems like my, my nothing is going right. And I will just be like, well, something's good. Good is going to come out of this. Even if there's yeah. a little bit of struggle right. along the way, like something good is going to come out of this. And I, and I just have that peace with everything now. And I, and I can't tell you how great that, that feeling is in words, 
because you just have to, it's like, just feeling the, the Holy spirit inside of you. Right. And, and that's what it is. I don't actually, I want to make sure I don't attribute it to anything that I've been able to do through even some of this other stuff that we're going to talk about too. It's nothing that I've been able to do. It's just the Holy spirit working in me to just be content with whatever the situation is. Mm-hmm. Um, great teaching on that in a few different places of the Bible. So, and that's my, um, <laughs> that's my comfort place right there. So actually let's talk about some of those habits. It just seems like a nice segue into these habits that we can do to inspire and strengthen us. So tell us about the baskets. Well, I was quite overwhelmed a few years ago with just trying to, you know, your kids get to a certain age and then all of a sudden everybody needs you all at the same time. You're trying to work, you're trying to keep house, you're trying to just teach your kids too for homeschooling. And it was just so much. And so I reached out and always, always surround yourself with a community of, of strong moms (laughs) who have been there so they can, you can get their advice Um, And she said, make baskets. And it's something that, you know, it seems simple and that maybe you should have thought of that first, but you know, when you're in the, in the thick of it, it's hard to prioritize. And so that was the purpose of the baskets is to maybe three baskets uh, or more if you feel like you need it, but you're going to prioritize your tasks. So what you're going to do is write down all the things that you need to worry about, all the things that you need to do. And then you prioritize. So you have that one basket that is top priority and you put those things that must get done in that basket. And so when every day you need to figure out, okay, what am I doing today? You look at that basket first. And then the next basket that would go next to that would be something that needs to get done, but isn't urgent. So that could be done in maybe within the week or so. And then you've got your other basket that are just things like, okay, I need to wash the curtains. That's, you know, that needs to get done, but it doesn't have, like, there's no due date. And, you know, at some point, that's something that you can get to. So when you're at that point where, okay, I have some time, what can I do? Then you go to that basket and you pull out those things that um, were not necessary right away. And I didn't necessarily take the literal basket into into play but I did create a a little cheat sheet for me that so that I could write down as I go the things that I need to and so I've started doing that in my head too like okay I can put these things off uh, that I don't have to get done right away and then these are the things that I need to focus on today and tomorrow and so it kind of lessened that burden of of having to do everything like I sometimes we think we've got to be Wonder Woman and we have to handle everything and sometimes we do which is great but eventually we are we realize that we're not Wonder Woman and we do crash and burn (laughs) so so we have to find that balance and um, if if you like there's I've got that pdf um, from my website and we'll, we'll give you the link for that. Um, and it's just a little e-course of just some tips that you can get just to help help you focus and, and, and prioritize those tasks that, that seem to pile on for all moms everywhere. So it just helps to make 
known what your priorities are. So, yeah. And sometimes writing them down, right. Whether you do the literal basket, you get little baskets and cause mm-hmm. I know for some people that would be the, mo- the, what, however your brain works, right. Just use the method that works yeah. best, have the basket and write it down on little, you know, pieces of paper and then you have them in there. Um, but but there is a lot of power in being able to write it down. So using yes. Christine's resource that she's um, just talked about there uh, is is a great way to just just have that template already laid out to write it down. And that doesn't mean you write it down and then you have to keep that forever. Like write write oh, it down yeah. because writing down helps you actually figure out what your priorities are. I know for me, lots yeah. of times, I'm just like. I don't even know what my priorities are. I'm just going from one thing to the next, right? And I really, I did. I had to sit down and write, write down my priorities. And I, and I'm a big goal setter. So I write down lots mm-hmm. of things and goals. I have my short-term goals and long-term goals. And, you know, I say I'm a big goal setter and I'm thinking of my, when was the last time I actually opened my book? So like, I have a whole book where I've written down things and, and I would, at a time there, I was writing down monthly goals and quarterly goals and, um, you know, I was really breaking it down. I, I honestly haven't done that breaking it down um, in probably a couple of years, but I still have those so, same goals that I'm achieving for a long-term things I want to see in my life, things I want to do, things I want to learn, right? And all different areas of life that's really helpful for. And I, and I actually do have a lot of, a lot of that kind of goal setting stuff on my website, um, creating work and play.com yeah. and you can go to the blog and, and there's quite a few different things there you can do. And, and I just want to share about the, you know, just like Christine shared using the baskets, there's so many planning and productivity tips that, yep. um, and, and things to try. I have tried a gazillion of them. It seems over the years, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say a gazillion, right. But I have, and it's not so much that nothing has worked. It's that, well, that worked for a little while and now I need to change it up, right? Now I need to, or, or I just fell out of that habit. Um, so I've, I've got an ebook and you can find it right on my homepage there, um, creatingworkandplay.com, but uh, build your home business mindset. And I wrote that with the, with the focus of just trying to cover all the different areas of running a business from home, however big or little your business is. And that's even when you're just starting with an idea and trying to get that out there and figure that what figure out what it is. That's actually the best time to get in that home business mindset. Um, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to say a few, uh, a little bit of the chapter thing. So I've got 10 tips to prepare for the action, uh, 10 ideas mm-hmm. to get the most out of your effort and 10 ways to balance the blend of work and home. And then I've got my little intro chapter, the passion for your home business, and then also my my closing chapter of home and business together forever. Uh, because I truly <laughs> think that when you grasp this flexibility to work from home, and you know, it doesn't have to be your home business. Um, like you can, especially considering the last couple of years, how many businesses uh, had people still working, but they were working from home. I actually think there's a whole lot of office buildings that are unnecessary. The work that people do and how it is, you know, they're emailing to people, to a person in an office uh, uh, down the hall. Right. And they're, they're, um, there's really not, I mean, they have connection there, uh, face to face in the lunchroom and the, but there's just so many businesses that could be letting people work from home. But I think one of the things that 
um, like businesses and, and even individuals run into is that it is hard to get in that home business mindset, right? It's like, it's hard to do your work and stay focused on it when you need to. And then um, be at home. So be be with your family or doing your, your home stuff and not get distracted by business. So, you know, we, we actually mm-hmm. want to talk a little bit about that finding the balance, right? So the, the, I mean, you do have a lot of flexibility, but that great flexibility with great flexibility comes great comes responsibility. Great responsibility. <laughs> Can you tell we're Spider-Man fans? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's so true. And I said, I said, it's so, and I use the word dangerous, but I mean, it's a little bit scary when you're, when you have full control of the time that you spend on things. And so working and getting those dollars in is, is fabulous. And so the fact that you, you know, Hey, I can work 10 hours. Cause I don't have to travel anywhere. I don't have to, you know, do this or that, that would normally take you outside of the home and you'd have to deal with all of this stuff. You know, you don't have to pay gas expenses and all that stuff. But at the same time, if you're working like 24 seven and then you're forgetting, oh wait, I have a family to take care of. Oh, I haven't taken a break. Oh, I haven't eaten lunch or dinner today. Eventually you're gonna burn out because you didn't take the time to kind of find that balance. And so um, there is the danger of that overworking yourself and yeah, we need to find that balance of working in and meshing together the family time. And again, that, that kind of will roll out of your priorities of what you decide what your priorities are, right? So if, you know, family and home, you wanted that to come together, but you need to make sure that you set the time for your family. And then you need to set your time or the amount of time um, that you want for work. Because yeah, like we were saying, you don't have to live by a, a rigid schedule when you're working at home. And so for the most part, you can, you can get stuff done, you know, before the kids get up, you can get stuff done before I, after the kids go to bed. Um, and, you know, I, like for me, I, I, I try and, but we're flexible over here because it doesn't always work according to what I say it should look like. But for the most part, you know, we, we get up, we have breakfast, we do our, our school. And then for the afternoon, they can do whatever they want. And I, mommy can focus on getting some work done. And then I got to stop because I have to feed my family for dinner. So then I, I do that. And if I need to, I can always go back later and, and finish up some stuff. And I can even work weekends if I want to, but I, I need to make sure we have family time on the weekends as well. So it's, it's all about finding that balance, no matter what your priorities are. Yeah. And, and don't be afraid to, or afraid is not the word, but don't be um, like, uh, so at one time, I don't think I was as good as uh, at work, trying to focus on working, especially if I happen to be writing with, Mm -hmm. with noise and commotion and just, just things going on around me. But I think that's a skill you can grow because now I almost can have a complete party going on around me. And I am just, now sometimes I do put my headset on uh, or my earbuds in and I'll listen to something. Um, And and I'll usually do that if like, oh yeah, this this background noise is really bothering me. Like I'm just getting distracted, right? Um, So I do, you know, these are just little little things that I can do 
um, while I still have, because I don't have an office. I tried that even the home I'm in now, and we've been here about seven years. Um, so when we first moved here, I, I did have an office and I thought that's great. Like this, that I have my own office in this place and, and I, you know, had everything in there and then that just did not work for me. I didn't like being closed off like that. I, so then I moved my desk and my office and it actually became our learning room. So this house that we yeah. live in essentially has two living rooms, right? Um, and, and so we, this other side is, is what's been our learning room. And when the boys were smaller, there was actually, I had a, 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 a we have a couch in here and we had a, a, just a little, one of those shorter desks, right. That, that you see a lot in, in kid in schools or preschools and that with smaller kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had one of those tables that just sat at the couch and they did their work there. And I did my work on the computer, like we would often do it right side by side, right? And then I would could be there and help them. I wouldn't always be on the computer while they're they're actually doing going through lessons, but just that it was so close, they could easily be doing that on that work they could do on their own. And I'm just close here. And even so, now they don't do that. They grew out of that table that that we don't have that yeah, table anymore. Course. And they they of now sit at pretty much just sit at the kitchen um or not at the kitchen table and the they just sit with their books. They've got these great big binders. So they'll sit there um, and have a little table there as well that sometimes they'll lay their table, uh, their their book out on. Um, but they pretty much just sit on the couch with their binders, right? And, and do their lessons there and do their computer work that's needed. But I like to be right in there. So sometimes I'll sit on the couch with the laptop. I mean, I have both a desktop mm-hmm. and a laptop. So I like sitting at my desktop for some things because it's a little bit away. But I also like just being right there around everybody when they're doing whatever, right? I, I like it that we can all be around each other and technically, you know, able to able to look face to face at each other. But, you know, it's okay that we're doing our own thing too. So, yeah, it's, it's the whole thing about thinking outside the box, right? We, we think working from home means, you know, you got to have that office and, you know, it's got to be a separate and you know you got to close yourself off and that's your workspace but I mean this is life and like our family is part of our life too and so I'm like you I like to also sit in the living room and because that's where we do our, our school and so like I could be working on you know an article for the magazine and then you know my kids are doing are, are doing their schoolwork, and so like you can stop and have conversations like, Hey, I'm working on this. Or, or, you know, my kids might say, what are you working on today, mom? And I can just turn my laptop and show them, well, look, I'm writing about this or I'm creating, you know, this sort of uh, PDF for this craft and, and, Oh, okay. And then, you know, I'll check in and say, well, how's your math going? And, or if they have a question, so like, we're all doing our, and I like to, I like to teach my kids that, whether it's school or work, it's, it's our responsibility. And so like, we're supposed to be as a family doing it together. So, okay, they're, my kids are not working for dollars, obviously, but they're training for that. So that, that is the same thing in my eyes. And so, and they, they, you know, if they see mommy working hard, then, you know, the idea is that they work just as hard. That's my hope anyway, that, you know, I'm setting the good example. And, and so I'm mindful of all of those things that we we talked about, like finding that balance, like, you know, stopping to eat and stopping to, you know, because we need a break and, and, and all of that stuff. So 
yeah thinking outside the box yeah and that is uh exactly what we need because each of your families are unique and Mm -hmm. and you need to just do your business life again you're you're you have to work you have to make time for work so there is a little bit of training there's a little bit of skill building on on just being persistent with that work and especially if you're starting Mm -hmm. a business because I have struggled with that a lot in running a business when you're not actually. So now when I'm getting, you know, say the work that, that I do for the old schoolhouse, right? That is a contracted work. I mean, I'm not so much an employee, but it's contracted work where I I am working for a certain number of hours and, and, I, and I log those hours. So that mm-hmm. right away, that makes me very attentive to, I have to get this work done. And, yes. and I have to be focused while I'm working. And often I will take time off, you know, my timer will go and then I'll get pulled away with one thing or another. And I, you know, yeah. I, my timer's still going. So, you know, I have to go back and, you know, that I'll often <laughs> take that off or I get to even just, just, just distracted. The boys come and need something printed out for lessons yeah. or something like that. And, you know, I'll go and do that. And then it's like, oh, I'll just, you know, I got to remove some of that time there. And, and that's fine. That's that. That's what I call meshing the two. I don't need to mm-hmm. say, oh, you just have to, no, you, you have to wait until mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done working before I can do anything like that. Yeah. No, yeah. that's okay that I can yeah. do that. And, and however, though, it, so in contrast for that, that home business part, I will say that I've, I'm better and better than I once was, but that's been a big struggle where I have just let when you're not getting directly paid for it, the money does come eventually. When you build a business, you're building it. You know, you spend a lot of hours not getting paid for it to eventually get paid yep. get paid for the work you're doing. Um, yes. But when you don't get that immediate, or or you're not doing it knowing that that you are responsible for getting these tasks done, uh, and other people are expecting you to get them done, then it's a lot harder to be consistent with your work and persistent. Um, that you're not mm-hmm. going to let the distractions of your life take away from that. And that you really put that importance. And it's just how you said, like with the baskets, uh, Christine, about, yeah. about prioritize. So how important is that? Is that something, and either basket works, right? But is that something that's, that's maybe more in your third basket? Okay, I've got all these other things right now. And that's how it's totally been for me. That's a great analogy because I, I love that basket. Again, I would do the actual baskets, but just... Having that mm-hmm. thought in my head now. Just the visual, cool. yeah. <laughs> I got to go check out your resource too and see what that's like. Um, but, the, you know, maybe your home business is something that is it, you, that, that you're building when you have time because you want your time to be with your kids and whatever stage they're at, it might be a stage where they just need you more and you want to do more of the homemaking and, you know, making sure the house is cleaned and, and baking and making all those meals and and going out and about mm-hmm. with your kids, right? That could very well be your priority for a big chunk of your time. And the business, maybe maybe that business stuff changes. Maybe that business stuff goes into your second basket or, or is the first basket, right? Your number one priority. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it gets priority, not saying that you do that more, but just saying, no, this is gonna, every day I'm gonna spend two hours, three hours, whatever, half an hour, right? Whatever, whatever you wanna, make that there does need to be a real method or approach that you use to to commit yourself to that to be accountable that that's what you want to complete in your life and that is not easy I'm speaking from experience here <laughs> um, well and I was saying uh 
too. Like I, I, I totally forgot that I wrote two books, two kids books and that I pulled off by, I had a newborn baby and I used to, it worked at the time uh, to spend one to two hours. I committed one to two hours at after midnight, (laughs) but it worked because I was still awake breastfeeding (laughs) every few hours. So it worked for that little segment of when both children I knew were going to be asleep. I would plug away at it, you know, putting the the pages together, um, putting the graphics together. And then I eventually launched it. And so I actually, now a few years later, I have more books that I would like to write, but for where my family's at and their needs right now, that has sort of, you know, that's in basket number two, it's there. Mm -hmm. And if I do, if I, because I cannot work at one o'clock in the morning anymore. (laughs) That is just, (laughs) I can't do that anymore. My body is just like, nope, after, I I mean, sometimes I am up at one o'clock, but my body's like, don't even try to think about anything important. Brain work is a whole different story. (laughs) So, and, and that's what it is. It's, it's going to, your priorities are going to shift according to how your family grows and, and what your needs, um, are for you and your family. So keep that in mind as well. Yeah, just roll with those changes, right? And change things up as needed. So we've got a few resources in here. So wherever you're listening to this, the links should be in uh, in the description. But if not, we invite you to come over to our website at firingupfaithandfamily.net. And we'll definitely have all the links there and you'll be able to just continue the conversation there. We'll have, you can, Put in your comments and share share uh, just some of your stuff that you that you do. Uh, perhaps you have a home business. Perhaps you want to have a home business uh, or work from home in other ways. And just share some of those things in the comments. So thanks yeah. so much for joining us today. And don't forget to subscribe. For sure.